And now, our feature presentation. Now recording? I am also recording. Alright, starting three, two, one. Hello everybody, welcome to another episode of Cinema Shot. I'm just Ben, aka The Marvelous Iggy, and... Um... I think... I think Tyler's... Tyler, are you here? I can't see you! You can't see me? Are you sure about that? Sorry, sorry, sorry. Obligatory, you can't see me joke is out of the way. Um, we are now... This is the basically the finale of the regular episodes because at the time of this release, Fast 10 uh, has just released in theaters this past weekend. We have not seen it. And unfortunately, due to real-life circumstances, we will not be seeing it anytime soon. But uh, we will we will do a as I call it an ex uh, cinema shot when we get the chance to later in the year when it comes on digital. So they they just to address that Let's notion. So we will be seeing it. Just the circumstances came up, we can't see it in theaters. Uh, but uh, we are now talking about sort of this. This is the end of our regular finale. We are now talking about Fast Nine or F, it's just simply called F Nine: The Fast Saga. That is the full title of the movie. Um, Tyler, uh, as we like to do in these, what were your, what, what did you hear about this movie before it was being released? Because I know I have some thoughts about this when it, before it was released. Alright, so, um, this was, uh, one of the first movies that, um, I recall, um, in recent memory of, um, me just riffing on. Like, I knew of the memes, like, the whole reason why we started this retrospective in the first place was because... I knew of all the crazy bullshit that happens in the series, and we've done a pretty good job of recounting all of it so far. And um, when this one was coming out in 2021, me and my brother-in-law, um, we would joke about premises of future movies since, you know, these aren't going away anytime soon. So we would joke about how Dom would, like, drive his car into, like, outer space and, like, travel back in time and fight dinosaurs and shit. It was a fun time. Okay, yeah, I think this is where like that that escalation really happened for the first time. Um, where like like Godzilla, I remember this is like you know the family versus Godzilla. Who would win? The family versus the Avengers. I won't lie, I think the Avengers that might edit, have a close fight. That, that edit where uh, Dom drives his car through uh, Thanos' giant spaceship in, in uh, Avengers Endgame it's is so the funniest good. shit ever. I need to see it again, but yeah, and that's plausible. And maybe in like 10, 15 years we'll get that. Um, <laughs> who knows? Movies are crazy. But I remember hearing about this movie is because this was one of the first movies, big movies, that was affected by covid um, this was, uh, shot, I think mostly in 2020, maybe late 2019, but I remember hearing about how it was pushed back, pushed back because again, for anybody who doesn't remember, cause it's been four years now, or roughly four years, um, that theaters were shut down and, and very few movies were being like shown and most people were like, it was the HBO max thing or like day in, uh, theater and digital, which made a lot of movie studios bad. And that's where I remember hearing about it, and and you can I can tell you like I haven't seen a lot of movies that were made during the COVID era that were not like superhero movies because they all feel innocuous to me, but I could tell that oh okay COVID definitely affected uh, their shooting because a lot of it was pre built sets. There wasn't really that 
on location stuff. And if it was, it was like the opening sequence in, in South America with wide open spaces, you know what I mean? With yeah. not a lot of people in there. It seemed like there was a lot of stock footage uh, from uh, what I've seen on the wiki too. Uh, specifically yeah, uh, the flashback sequences. Right, and um, definitely, like, when they go to Tokyo, they can't really go to Tokyo because of the, Japan was on lockdown, so they built, like, a set that kind of tried to resemble it, but you could tell it was a set, like, it wasn't really well done, but you do what you can, in, in especially around that time for movies, that it was uncertain what's going to happen to movies, like, you know, are movies going to die, and no, movies are not going to die, in fact, Fast 10's probably going to break box office records, we haven't looked at it yet. Um, but let's go ahead and break it down before we break it down. F9, The Fast Saga. This is directed by Justin, who is back for the first time since, I believe, Fast uh, 6, right? I believe it's the sixth one he Either left six on. 6 or 7. Uh, I forget. Right. It, yeah. Uh, screenplay by Daniel Casey and Justin Lin. Story by Justin Lin, Alfredo Botello, and Daniel Casey. Of course, based on characters by Gary Scott Thompson. Produced by Neil H. Mortz, Vin Diesel, Justin Lin, Jeffrey Kisherbaum, Joe Roth, Clayton Townsend, and Samantha Vincent. Uh, this was released in, in uh, it, it, actually funny enough, it had a South Korean release May 19, 2021. I think that's because, if you remember, again, I apologize for bringing up COVID, but this does affect the movie. Um, South Korea was uh, one of the first countries to like kind of control COVID with its, its policies and stuff like that. So that's probably why they got the movie first. Um, and then, um, uh, it, it had a U.S. release June 25th, 2021. Um, so that's sort of, I don't think that's when, um, I can't remember when vaccines started being a thing, but I think vaccines became more available by that point. So, yeah, but, uh, I think I, my, 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 memory is kind of fading. I don't, um, can't believe, can't believe it's only been two years. Yeah, I'm looking at uh, my uh, vaccination record now, and uh, I've got my first uh, vaccination at around that same time. Yeah, so that would make sense. More people uh, had a budget of $225 million, but only a box office $726 million, which I will not knock it for that. I think it's mostly because people were still not – a lot of places were still closed. It's amazing that it still got that. It doesn't differentiate between box office, international, or domestic. You could probably go more into that. But that definitely probably had an effect. It's definitely a significant down from the last movie, for sure. Yeah. Um, but we're not here to dwell on that. As for the cast, uh, returning um, uh, characters, we have Vin Diesel returning as Dominic Toretto. Michelle Rodriguez is back as Daddy Ortiz. Tyrese Gibson is back as Roman Pierce. Chris, uh, or Ludacris, is back as Tesh Parker. Um, Nathaniel Emmanuel is back as Ramsey. Jordana Brewster returns as Mia Toretto. Um, uh, and I won't say this other character's name because spoilers right now. Um, Helen Mirren returns back as, as Queenie, as, as the mother of Shaw, the matriarch of the Shaw family. Kurt Russell is back as Mr. Nobody in literally the smallest cameo you could possibly imagine. Um, Charlize Theron is back as Cypher. Um, and then, uh, as for our new characters, we have, uh, John Cena plays Jacob. We will call him Jacob for now. We will tell you who he is. If you've seen the movie, you already know who he is, but we'll, he's plays Jacob. Uh, then we have, um, um, Michael Rooker who plays Buddy. I knew it was Michael Rooker, uh, who plays a person connected to Dom's past, um, we have uh, Thue Arrested Robinson, who plays Otto, who is a uh, sir, who is a basically a 
uh, financier for Jacob's nefarious plans. And we have a new character, Anna Sawai, who plays Ellie, who is uh, connect- connected to the... Oh, she's she's the MacGuffin. She's the football in this instance. Um, okay. So what is the story of F9, right? We've... Listen, we've... we've um, We've done everything in this franchise, I feel like, right? At this point, um, we've uh, alligated... It feels like we've done almost everything and everything, except the incredibly fucking insane. Exactly. Um, so what do we have here is Dom, once again, I feel like this is going to be a returning theme now, and Letty are trying to relax, and it, it's very much the Al Pacino man. Al Pacino man, just when I thought I was out! Bring me back in, um, and um, I swear these uh, guys go out of retirement more often than John McClane does. Yeah, or or a professional wrestler in this case, since there's one on the damn cast this time. Um, but they're enjoying life uh, on the ranch. Letty's trying, you know, be the mother to not her kid, but Dom's kid. Um, trying to be parents, but they get visited by uh, Roman and Tej and Ramsey. Um, and they take it seriously, and they put uh, little Brian uh, Toretto inside a little bunker. Um, and Dom's not is ready to fight for anybody who tries to come to his house uninvited. Because uh, chances are, if you know where to find it, you want to come blazing. But it's nobody. It's nobody harmful. It is. The, it is the family again. And they have a message for Mister Nobody. I swear to God, it's instantly superhero shit. We're not even wasting time now. Immediate superhero shit. Where. Mr. Nobody ha- was on a plane transferring the villainous Cypher, who is uh, somewhat the villain in this movie, but not really. Um, and she was... her That plane was intercepted. And we actually don't know the fate of Mr. Nobody. Um, we, like, we... We presume he's alive, but we don't know his actual fate. But he... And, and it's this, by the way, speaking of Mr. Nobody... It's this movie where we're like, okay, yeah, he's fucking Nick Fury. He's had his hand in everything. He's yeah. Nick Fury. He's really just Nick Fury. Um, but They're really dipping their toes in this superhero shit, aren't they? Yeah, so they they say that that uh, Mr. Uh, that they try to send out an SOS specifically to the family to retrieve this MacGuffin. And we get a wild-ass chase sequence in Brazil... And, you know, I'm thinking, okay, maybe the movie's going to let us into this if we find. We get an amazing chase sequence through through the jungles of South America. I can't remember what country specifically it was, but it's definitely South America. Um, uh, in Montico, it, it says. Montico. Uh, okay. Thank you. Montequinto. Monte thank you very much. And get this amazing chase sequence. Until at one point, number one, they drive through a landmine and Roman is told to just floor and pray because he's driving a car that doesn't go to 90. Great, great strategy, guys. Then they come to a bridge. <sighs> then they come to a bridge. This is, this is the part where I'm like, dude, we're only I'm, a half I'm hour in. Like, I'm out. What the fuck? I'm, I'm out. Like, I, I said, like, I'm not going to lie. I would have been like, all right, all right. So... Roman, Tej, and Ramsey are all in a vehicle, and they're like, we're supposed to drive on that? And the bridge snaps. I think somebody shoots at it or, like, crashes into it. Um, either way, the, it doesn't matter. The bridge snaps. So, they're literally riding along the bridge, and they just have enough momentum, even though the bridge is flatlined, to get over it while it's laying on the other side of the cliff. Okay, fine. 
whatever. That's not the crazy part. No. <laughs> so, Dom and Letty go to the same bridge because they were all told, hey, there's a bridge. And Letty's like, where's the bridge? And she, very similar to Fast, the Fast and the Furious or Fast 4, where she goes, Dom, no. Dom sees the fucking bridge. He fucking floors it, hits the NOS, and somehow... The cable of the bridge is now made of Teflon. It's not. It's it's, it's Teflon all of a sudden because it can hold up this two hundred pound, two thousand pound muscle car that's probably weighs more than that because of the bulletproof and shit. Latches onto the car, swings it around. They can try. I I just like, <laughs> what? What is this bullshit? <laughs> I don't. I was like, you gotta be kidding me. That's that's Justin Lin, all right. That was that was the biggest bunch of bullshit I've ever seen. So, um, and what we learn is that um, they were a whole. It, that what they have is is a uh, thing for something called the Ares Project. We don't know exactly know what it is at this point, but we do find out in this movie that. Dom has a past. Dom and Mia have a past. I need to include Mia in this too because she's part of the Toretto family. Um, and that uh, they have a brother that they don't talk about named um, Jacob Toretto. And we actually get a lot of flashbacks uh, to young Dom and young and at the at the and eventually young Jacob and even little Mia. I was, I, I said to the end of Thomas, it's Fast and the Furious babies because you can even see Vincent there in in his fucking sweat tee. I recognized it. Um, oh God, rest in peace, Vince. Um, but uh, um, and, and and we see the actual backstory of how Dom's father, Dom's father died, and we actually see how Dom goes to jail for the first time, which we never we we he says that he talks about it in the first movie, but now we actually see um, what, like the actual events and um, it took twenty and years that, that we finally got to see the scene. Yeah, exactly, because uh, it, it relates to the to plot here, so. And now we are introduced to, in a very kind of like, fucking... Okay, by the way, need to mention, we, we're introduced to Jacob Toretto, who is Dom's younger brother, played by John Cena. Listen, I'll buy that a car can mag, can hook onto a suspended broke, broken bridge and drive up there. I cannot buy that, Dom, that, that Vin Diesel and John Cena are supposed to be siblings. No. They did their best... But no. No. Whatever. Point out of the way. They traded one wrestler for another, and uh, this is what they came up with. Yeah, and <laughs> exactly. So, um, and, and Jacob is basically super spy. Uh, in so fact that he, he planned a, a car driving off a cliff and fell underneath a fucking uh, X-Men S space, uh, jet fighter like it was nothing. It's like, Jesus, what the fuck? It runs into the Toretto family, I guess. So, we learned that Jacob is after this thing called Project Ares. And he's after their act- basically the activation key. And Project Ares is broken into two halves by Mr. Nobody. And it's up to the family to prevent Jacob and the sinister uh, Otto uh, to basically... I believe it pretty much... like what What is Project Ares again, Ty, if I, if I can remember correctly? 
Uh, from what I could gather, it pretty much just hacks into anything electronic and like uh, gives him the power to like do whatever the fuck. I don't. I don't. I wasn't paying. It's like, like a big MacGuffin, and it's very similar to the last movie where. They can hold the world superpowers by their balls again, except it's nobody. And that's why they rescued Cypher. Jacob rescued Jacob was the one who kidnapped Cypher, and um, Charlie Theron is in it as in a minimized role. Uh, and this is an example of why I said she's it's COVID because she's just in a bubble most of this entire fucking time. Um, not saying she had COVID, but like that, that's I couldn't help but think about that. Um, so they use her as a way to find. Um, Project Ares, what it is, is pretty much a globe-trotting hop around the world from Tokyo to to, to, to London, all over the world. Um, and meanwhile, the core story of this is actually, I think it's a better story than the last one because it's basically, this whole franchise is built around family, 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 right? Like, what happens when, you know, your own family hates you, you know? And that spitefulness, that that anger. I think it's I think it's um, Buddy, the mechanic, who tells them, you know, when you know family is extremely powerful, but what happens when it's turned against you? Uh, and that anger, um, you know, it's very powerful. So you have the two part, the two the two Toretto's, Dom, who prides himself on family, but then uh, as we find out later on, that he finds out that. He may have had a hand in killing his dad at the at the racetrack because of uh, how the um, I believe it's like the, the the something in the gas tank or maybe not the gas tank something he did something to his car and he basically yeah. accuses him and pretty much uh, Jacob disappears after he races Dom Dom beats him clean and he you know he doesn't want to live under his brother's shadow so he clears he he escapes. And basically becomes a super spy. And eventually we learn that he was running with Mr. Nobody. Um, he was doing missions to Nobody. And that's how come Mr. Nobody knows about Dominic Toretto. Um, Mr. No, Mr. Nobody is everywhere. Um, and ultimately, it's uh, it, it's it's pretty much a, a, a chase uh, and, and redemption for the Toretto family at the end of it all. Um, let's, let's go ahead and break it down. Jacob Toretto as a character. This is John Cena. What did you think about him as Jacob Toretto? Like, I like the idea of uh, Dom having an ostracized uh, younger brother who may or may not have had a hand in uh, murdering their father. Right. Because um, Dom's whole thing is that he accepts family. And uh, just to have him uh, just cast off a blood relative... Is something I never would have expected, and um, but here's the thing: I don't really see uh, John Cena. Um, I'm I'm sure he's doing his best, but like, I don't see him as like the vengeful younger brother uh, type of dude. Like, I see him more as the hero. But you know, that's just me seeing a general sense of um, him as a wrestler, I guess. See, I, I think he actually did a great job. It's not a lot, but there's just two moments I, I, I like you can get the spiteful younger brother, like the spiteful family member, where he's he's seeing when a certain character shows up. I won't say his name yet, um, because this is relatively new, and I want to spoil this. I don't want to spoil this one, not yet at least. Uh, but I will spoil it. So in case you're listening, you might want to watch this one beforehand if you don't. Regardless, but um. 
and he sees them hug it out, and he sees the closeness that he has with them, and he he you can see that anger in his face. Like, how come you weren't there for me? And and he sees it again. Um, uh, um, like like all this talk about family. So I, I really think it's an interesting dynamic. However, they don't really do anything with it because yeah. like like I would have preferred it if like it's it's because of how it's resolved. Because the way they set it up is like okay, we're the polar opposite. You know, you're this, you're that, and the fact that the second Do- uh, Jacob is considered expendable by Cipher. Which they were setting up at the beginning of the movie when Cypher is like, you're not my competition, you know, I should have gone to you, yada, yada, yada. They definitely set it up that Cypher was going to be, like, take control at some point. But the fact that all it took was for, I mean, it's just, it's it's Dom, of course he's going to do it. He's done that with almost every, he did that with the Shaws. Like, they tried to kill him, and they're working together reluctantly. He's pretty much the um, Goku of the Fast and Furious movies, turning every right. guy into his friend. I would have liked it though if there was more conflict with that where like and I think it's there's actually a great and, and like and I get why because there's a great sequence where, where number one okay hold on I think tangent there's a moment in this movie where Roman gets shot doesn't die he's fine and he poses this idea to to Tej that what if we're not just lucky what if we're in I said to myself I swear to God if you guys start calling yourselves mutants or some shit like that, I'm gonna I'm gonna be mad. Um, like I was joking last week when I said that Roman had his luck stat maxed out. I didn't think that he would actually bring it up. Right? No, he brings it up. And then what's what's great though is that Ramsey and Tez lead him on about it, and he'll shut your ass up. Like you're just lucky. I'm like, okay, fair. Um, but he got a fucking point. But. Um, <laughs> So I, I just I just wish that like maybe at the end there was still some of the animosity. Oh, by the way, like I was saying, um, Dom fights off a whole bunch of of heavily trained um, military guards and fucking brings down a silo with his own strength. I'm like, <laughs> listen, Tej, they you guys might be superhuman in some way, okay? Uh, I'm by the way, I think sure Dom you might have some some semblance of a mutant gene in you. I'm just saying, possibly. Just just count it out there. Also, Dom probably broke like three dudes' spines, Bane style, in that fucking fight scene. He totally um, did. But Dom has a flashback sequence because you know sometimes when you look back in your childhood, it's very much like you look back in childhood, you remember certain things, but you don't remember everything. And um, he basically remembers that because Jacob told him like Dad was in debt, he was throwing the race, I was helping Dad. Basically calls him out on it. It's like you know you would have come to me. It shouldn't have been this way. And Dom realizes that like no, he should have done something. It shouldn't have been. He shouldn't have put his younger brother in that position. <coughs> and I get that's where that reconciliation that Dom makes in his head. <coughs> but considering how violent it starts it off as, I kind of wish it was so more animositous versus like hey. I mean, he's not part of the family. He does not show up for the cookout at the end. He's a fugitive on the he's a he's a fugitive on the run. So there's that at least. But I just didn't buy the after a while. I didn't I didn't buy that Dom would take him back so easily. Yeah. Like, or, or, probably, or or out of all or the I, unbelievable shit in this movie, that's probably one of the few things that um, I honestly can't really uh, let slide. 
Like, or even, he for, or even he Jacob way too easily in this movie. Yeah, or that Jacob would go back and help Dom that easily after that one instance of helping him. Like, yeah, right? that to me is is more unbelievable. Like, okay, Jacob, when Jacob d- drove off, I'm like, okay, that's Jacob. He's, you know, he'll be like a menace in the next movie or something. But no, he comes back and he does the heroic thing, which is like, hey, we get the Toretto, the Toretto brother, the, the Toretto family, you know, literally uh, teaming up to save the world. So that was nice. Um, I don't know, I just didn't, like, this is, this is wishful thinking, right? You know, um, I could not, and, and I, I could not help but think, what would it be like if Brian was still part of the team? You know, if he was, if, 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 uh, if he was still alive, um, or if Paul Walker was still alive, and you have that conflict. That, to me, would have been interesting, because you have Dom... With his, you know, the the man who he became a brother to, and in his actual, like, to me, I couldn't help, I can't help but think about that. Especially since Brian is kinetically alive. We know he's yeah. alive. Yeah, uh, they uh, bring him up a few times. He's basically a babysitter at this point. An unseen one, but they do bring him yeah. up. Yeah, which, which I'm glad, you know, I'd rather they not recast him or, like, use the CGI thing. I thank goodness they didn't do that. But I couldn't help but think, like, man, how great would it have been to have, like, that, oh, is this your brother now? Like, I couldn't help but think about that, and I think that hurt the movie, and that's not fair, but I, I think they wanted to do that, but but I think having Brian not there, again, I think, I, fuck, Brian was the fucking soul of this goddamn team, dude. I think he was the soul of these movies. I know, right? It's like some. It's like a part of uh, this franchise died when uh, Paul Walker passed. Like yeah, and, and, and it's only been two movies, you know, now three in theaters. But like it, they just there's something about these last ones where like while they're still fun and enjoyable, there was definitely more of a heart to them in terms of the characters when when Brian was part of the team. Um, and it just doesn't feel like there's much, like, you know, there's still great character interactions, especially Tej and Roman still going at each other is great, Tej, Roman, and Ramsey, um, but, like, it just, this, it's, it sucks because that guy, the man who did it passed away. Yeah, it is unfortunate that, uh, it happened that the way it did. Right. Um, but, uh, okay, let's, but, uh... Do you want to talk about the elephant in the room that we have another resurrected character back? Oh, we're going for that elephant, are we? Yeah. So, um, we find a postcard, uh, to, like, like they, they, they we're trying to, um, um, find out where the Project Ramses is, or Ramses, not Ramses, um, Ares, Project Ares, and, um, Han had a connection to Project Ares. And the last thing and we remember the postcard. You remember that postcard from the from from the seventh movie. I remember that shit. Um and so that gives them the clue to go looking in Tokyo to find what what's going on. And so Letty and Mia but uh by the way let's ask it real quick how do you feel about Mia joining and not Brian? I I I, I think I approve of it because of the of the 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 fact that it's her brother, but um, how did you feel about Mia coming back? Like I thought it was fine. Like uh, she hasn't had a lot to do for the last few movies, and uh, the fact that uh, that it is a Toretto family reunion, it does make sense for the context of this movie. 
Right, exactly. And it was nice to see here. That's what I thought to myself. I was like, you know, I miss Brian, but at least Mia is, you know, getting some some screen time, some action into here. Um, so that that was that that was definitely nice. Um, but uh, what was I saying about it? Um, crap, I lost my train of thought. The Tokyo oh. Elephant. The yeah, Tokyo Elephant. So Letty and Mia go to go to Tokyo to f- find out what was Han hiding and. Out pops this little girl who is ultimately important to the plot, and um, they're seemingly about to get taken out by all these guards, and then these these those guards get fucking sniped, and who's back? Tyler, who's back? Oh shit! It's Han Solo. He isn't dead after all. No, and then we, f- oh, Mister Nobody, and then we find out that when Giselle died. Mr. Nobody found Han, and he told him about a job to have for him in Tokyo to steal the basically steal Project Ares, um, and protect and to protect this young girl who uh, it would uh, just to say it right now she is the key to activating Project Ares because Project Ares is activated via DNA, um, and so how and so Han so like now the fact that like Han knows about Project Ares people are going to chase him. How do we keep him? How do we keep him safe? You kill him off. So when can you explain this? Maybe you can explain it better than I can on how they explain how Han lived. Uh, so basically, uh, they staged it perfectly so that uh, Han pissed off the Drift King and um, uh, basically made it so that uh, Mister Nobody made it look like that he died, and also yeah. hired a uh, Deckard Shaw to. Um, basically uh sealed the deal pretty much so it wasn't but i don't, I don't think Decker Shaw knew that mr nobody hired him right no or is that what they were I implying don't think so. i'm yeah pretty sure but but it's basically confusing. that so don't, don't worry about it the point is that mr nobody made it look like han died and han is not dead he is alive um and uh and I think it's I think it's good. He does he doesn't do much in this movie, but it's just it's just like having a nice familiar face again, you know. Yeah. Uh, he he has moments. And speaking of familiar faces, in addition to the uh, Han coming back, the well Twinkie and Luke from Fast Nine come back, and oh my god, um, they're testing. John they're and Twinkie ro- are, are working on fucking rockets. Working on rockets, and they're putting rockets on cars, and it's possibly one of the most humorous scenes. Of they put a rocket onto a car, and they're testing it out, and they're r- trying to race it along the, uh, like a, a jet engine to see if it could outrace it. Um, and they said, "Hey, it, you know the car, the plane outraced you." Says, "Yes, but it didn't blow up." It comically blows up a second later. <laughs> can't can't plan that shit, but. Let's just get the elf out of the room, which you think okay. So we find out that that the, the, the that this whole project area is, is two parts. You have to upload it to a satellite, which will do it. So they have to take out the satellite to prevent project areas from going 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 afloat. So they um, some so. We just like to preface this to you, folks. Uh, this satellite is in space. 
Uh, the fast crew has never gone into space before. No. What did they do in this movie? They go to fucking space. Tej and Roman, of course it's Roman, who goes to fucking space. They, the same car that blew up on the test run, they trap it onto a fucking shuttle. I don't know how they do that. They don't explain that. They say hijack a shuttle. They literally hijack the shuttle. And they literally launch into space. And they're wearing World War One era submarine outfits. You, you, to quote Tej, uh, astronauts are us was closed. Was closed. This is what we got. Um, and I, I couldn't. In and I think it's safe to say I think Fast and Furious jumped a shark. I think that I've hit my bullshit factor. I could buy. Three cars going through three high-rises in Abu Dhabi. I can buy so much. I can buy Dom somewhat surviving a, a explosion covered by cars. I can't. I can't. This is so ridiculous. Um. So yeah, and then eventually they crash the satellite into the into the thing, which is great. And they still on, survive. And they still survive somehow. Um. Listen, I I really had fun with this movie. Um, I think fundamentally, I don't I didn't enjoy it as much as seven. I think seven's like the even Thomas told me beforehand like he didn't like eight and nine as much as seven. Is I feel like if you're going to end it, seven was where to end it, right? Yeah. Um, but I think Vin Diesel said the next three movies, like ten, ten two, and ten three, we're going to call them now for now at least. Like that's going to be quote unquote the ending. Um. But, uh, I, I think I've hit my bullshit factor. I don't know how you go farther than this. I, I, I really don't know how you get to, I really don't know how you get there. Yeah, I honestly don't know how you're going to top flying a rocket car into space and driving through a satellite, in all honesty. No. Unless you, like, actually do time travel and, like, fight dinosaurs with cars and shit. Maybe. You never know, man. At this point, all bets are off, man. At this point, all bets are fucking off. They, they were, the final sequence is so fucking nuts because it's Dom and them chasing this convoy and they have huge ass magnets in their trunks and they're just This whole sequence sh- is basically fucking magnets. How do they work? How do they work? And it's, it's hilarious. It's stupid. But, it, dude, okay. First off, you get a first sense of this shit when their cha- Ramsey is chasing and and the crew are chasing down um, Jacob, who has the longest zipline ever, by the way. Um, <laughs> I just want to put that out there. Um, I realized that he might, I may have looked away when he launched another one, but I'm like, no, he's still going. What the fuck? Who's nobody seeing this? But they're chasing Jacob, who's in like a fast sports car. I can't remember what it was. And they're in like a fucking Amazon delivery truck. By the way, shout out to, to, to uh, Roman for pointing out cauliflower and beating up delivery guys for his Crocs. I couldn't help stop laughing about that. So inside the truck, there is a fucking huge ass, basically mag like like magnet generator um, that they used to scramble their 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 um the the camera signals. So. <laughs> Think of it this way, like how London streets are. You get these big buildings in the middle and you get the two streets on the side. The the family are on one end in the truck, in this delivery van. And <laughs> Jacob's in the car. 
Ramses cranks that shit to 11, literally yanks the car through these buildings into the van. I'm like, what the fuck did I just watch? <laughs> this is straight so, out of a Looney Tunes cartoon right here. It really feels like it. And then they use that as their weapon to, like, hook onto the cars, hook the bad guys onto the fucking magnets. Magnets, how do they fucking work? It's, it is There's the most- a part when, um... When uh, Jacob is uh, fighting uh, this uh, big dude who I, I thought it was kind of weird because, you know, John Cena's a big dude. I thought that he would be like a bodyguard, but he apparently he has a big dude as his own bodyguard. You know, wrap your head around that. And, right. And uh, as soon as he gets launched off, uh, Dom, like, fucking uh, launches a car in front of him just to save him. Like, right. How does he know? How does he get the math for this shit? I don't, I don't, again, it's that, it's that fucking speed shit. When he found out, tried to find who Letty's killer was from Fast 4, it's that shit. He sees that shit in slow time. He has slow time, that's his power, that is superhuman strength. Um, that being said, though, um, the, the, they flipped that fucking truck, dude. That A was... gigantic armored car, by the way. Right, that was, that was fucking insane. That and was, it gets I even could... crazier when when uh, Cipher gets in the scene with her uh, with her drone, just like firing missiles at them. Oh my god! It just it just kept going. Is I think the submarine is a bit more bullshit, but this is just I think like I can't tell what's more bullshit: the magnets and there's one point where the cops chasing her, so Letty cranks the magnet, brings all the wa- electrical poles down, and uses that to trip the cops. I'm like, okay. That's great. Um, oh my god. I just... Dude, I really feel like we're... This is the Showa era for for uh, for the Fast and Furious. It, it really, really does just, feel like just, that. Let, let's just throw shit at the wall. Hey, what if, wouldn't it be cool if we did this? And, man, I can't hate on it. It is just, like, too much fun. It is just, like, how can we... T- it's like, it's a game of chess now. How can we top ourselves, you know? Yeah, this is pretty much the Godzilla versus uh, Megalon of Fast and Furious movies. Pretty much, pretty much, and I would say that them going to space is the drop ki- is Godzilla doing the dropkick. <laughs> we're, we're like, all right, all right, uh, we need a reboot. We need a reboot. So soon, we need a we need to wrap this shit up. Which is, <laughs> I haven't heard of anything from Fast Ten. I did see a thing. I won't talk about it here, but um. Uh, I thought it was going to happen here, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, for sure. Oh, my God. I, anything else to say, Tyler? I mean, unfortunately, the plot is kind of, like, very cookie-cutter. It's not, like, yeah, Han's coming back, but the plot is that Mr. Nobody has connections to everybody. Yep. That's pretty much the whole gist of it. Um, alright. Uh, final thoughts on F9, The Fast Saga, Tyler. Uh, there's a lot of dumb shit that happens in this movie. Uh, there is a bunch of stuff that, uh, it does retroactively pull out of its ass for the sake of having a twist here and there. Um, I did have fun with this, but in terms of, like, story and characters, I don't think it was as fun as, like, uh, F7. That's still the pinnacle for me, in all honesty. Uh, for me, I'm gonna give it a solid three. Still a very fun popcorn movie. 
Um, I didn't buy the relationship between Dom and and uh, Jacob uh, in this one. I think John Cena is an incredible actor. I think he did good with what was given. Um, and uh, I, I just think that it just didn't hit as much. I think there could have been some emotion. Like they were they were hinting at emotional stuff, and maybe COVID changed things. Right? I think definitely COVID definitely probably had to change some things in the script. But like they hinted, like you know, Letty not wanting to be, you know, like 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 the O'Briens and settle. Like she still wanted to be in the danger, even though she has little Brian at home. Um, and I, I just, um, you know, I I enjoyed it. I would definitely rewatch this. It's not like I wouldn't rewatch this movie again. I'm not wary of it uh, because it's still a really well done action movie. Like you're gonna have fun with this. But if you I think the heart is still missing from from seven. It's like the heart just went away, and we know why. Yeah. Um, we know exactly why. Um, but uh, I think um, we will uh, go ahead and wrap it up there. Uh, Tyler, we haven't put any thought of what we're gonna watch next, right? Uh, I gave it a bit of thought, and I had a few considerations. What uh, do you got, buddy? I was thinking. Uh, Either one of two things. Uh, I okay. could try again for the Star Wars angle, or okay. we could try for uh, the first three phases of the MCU. You know what? Bring me my Infinity Gauntlet. We're going back to the MCU, boys. Oh, shit. Let's we're go. Gonna, we're going to the where, where. So we're going to take, we're going to do the Infinity Saga. Hell um, Yeah. We're not gonna so, uh, we and we'll also uh because they're all on. I think most of them are on Disney Plus, with the exception of like some of the earlier ones, like Iron Man. I have I have all three phases on DVD. I am good to go. Okay, um, I was gonna say we should also include like the um like the little bonus films they have at the end of some of these movies. And to be clarifying, we'll be watching in the order of release. We will not be watching these in some kind of weird time. Because then you fuck shit up if you do it chronologically, I think. Yeah. Uh, if we start with Captain America first, then it, it just gets weird. Right, exactly. So we'll be starting with Iron Man, um, which I believe is 15 years old, I think, now, this year. this this It just turned 15? Yeah, 2008. Yeah, which is crazy it's been that long. Um, so yeah, there you go, everybody. We're going to take maybe a week, maybe probably take two weeks off, um, just so we can get started around mid-June. And we'll be back with the MCU. Uh, Tyler, please plug your stuff so we can tell everybody where to find you. Uh, you can find me on YouTube if you search for Tiger Shoes Reviews, where I review old-ass fighting games for your pleasure. I also stream sometimes on twitch.tv slash Shoes one Check out my schedule to see what the heck I'm playing. And you can follow me at twitter.com slash marvelousiggy and twitch.tv slash iggy2814. Um, where I, uh, stream four times a week. That is Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and, uh, Wednesdays. Um, okay. And of course, go to charges.com for this episode as well as our other ones. Thank you for listening, everybody. We'll see y'all next time. Until then, bye-bye. Family. Thank you for watching at Cinema Shot Theater.